Welcome to the All or Something Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Kepler, and this podcast is all about ditching black and white thinking and exploring the gray areas of health, happiness, and everything in between. If you're ready to feel empowered and inspired, then let's get to it. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 84 of the All or Something Living podcast. Today we're going to talk about the three keys to living a successful life. So the most basic definition of success is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. Most people think of success as some sort of end game. We think that it's a destination or a when. And I hear so many women saying things like, when I lose 20 pounds, then. When I get the job, then. When I live in my dream house, then. And we think of our major accomplishments as the epitome of success, right? And then we assume that our happiness and fulfillment needs to be delayed until we actually have accomplished those things or we possess the things that we desire. But the truth is, mostly, most like everything that I teach you on this podcast and in the work that I do, is that success is a state of mind. And so you can make the commitment right now to be successful for the rest of your life. And in this podcast episode, I'm going to share three keys to living your most successful, exuberant life. This podcast is sponsored by the All or Something Lifestyle Crash Course. If you love and benefit from this podcast, then you are really going to love this course. So for just $27, you can learn the ins and outs of how you can finally get out of your own way and become unapologetic about your life's visions and desires. The crash course is divided into four short modules. In the first module, I'll break down how you can stop chasing external validation and find the confidence within yourself to complete any important goal that you set. Module two is all about learning how to have such a deep, fulfilling relationship with yourself that you quit living for the when and you start living for the now. In module three, you'll discover why you likely experience binges and strong cravings when it comes to food and how to set goals to nourish your body without feeling the need to be perfect or restrict or diet all the time. And finally, in module four, you'll learn how to show up more consistently for yourself your relationships, your professional life, and more. I'll teach you how you can build flexible routines that allow you to be productive while still honoring down days. You'll finish each day feeling accomplished and proud of yourself. With each module, you get a PDF worksheet, and I've even included an emergency self-care kit for times when you feel burnt out or tired. You can access the course anytime, anywhere, and watch the videos with slides if you're a visual learner, or listen as you complete other tasks if you're more of an auditory learner. To sign up, click the link in the show notes or visit laurenkepler.com and go to the courses tab. Hope to see you in there. All right, so the first key to living a successful life is to first define what success looks like to you and be able to define success on your own terms. So my question is, what does success look like for you? Or more specifically, what does success feel like? Or what would you imagine success to feel like? Because when we say things like, I want to be successful, what we're really saying is, 
I want to feel good, right? Because we associate success with feeling um, happiness and abundance and and um, what other things? Are there any other things that you can think of that you associate with success? And if you pay attention, then likely you'll notice that it is associated with feelings about your life that you're trying to conjure up or feelings. When I feel successful or if I felt successful, I would feel confident. So a good place to start when you are striving to be a more successful version of yourself is to decide how it is that you want to feel and then figure out what steps will bring you closer to feeling that way. So are there certain activities that make you feel more calm and centered? Is there a career that would make you feel more challenged and vibrant on a daily basis? Are there friends that you can have or you'd love to have that make you feel supported and loved? So if success to you means feeling joy and joyful and present, what you want to do is free up space in your life to allow for more of that. And so if you're standing in your own way and you're blocking your ability to feel that joy by making excuses or saying there's not enough time or um, that's not for me, I wouldn't ever be able to make that happen, then you're not really creating space in your life for more. So now if you think about it, um, one of the things that I want you to start thinking about as I'm moving further into this episode is now that I've given you permission to define success on your own terms, what does that look like for you? I recommend taking some time to journal about it or talk to a friend about it or as as always, you can reach out to me. I'm on Instagram at Lauren M. Kepler if you're not already following me there. And you can talk to me about your definition of success or ask me any questions about it or bounce some ideas. I am always happy to help. So that's one way that you can start uh, living a more successful life. That's one of the keys is to just, first of all, even decide what does success look like. Next, once you know what your version of success looks like, you want to begin living in alignment. So the phrase live in alignment might sound really spiritual or woo-woo or out of reach for you. It might sound frivolous. So let me break it down. What is it that I mean when I say I'm living in alignment? So what it means to me is that I have identified what my personal values are and I'm living in alignment with those values. And a few episodes back, I actually talked more about how you can define your values. Um, and again, the other part of that is living in alignment with your version of success, like we just talked about, of what that version of success or what will lead to that version of success. So um, when we're talking about alignment, being in alignment with values, an example of that could be that one of my values is relationships. So how do I feel like I'm in alignment when it comes to relationships? I become in alignment when I prioritize spending time with the people that I care about, being present for them. You know, it even actually helps me feel in alignment when I'm taking steps to learn how to be a better friend or learn how to be a better parent or spouse. And when I feel out of alignment is when I'm when I feel like I'm too busy to pay attention to anything but myself 
or even when I find myself spending time with friends and hearing myself talk all the time about what's going on in my life. That can make me feel out of alignment. And in that way, I feel honestly like a less successful version of myself because I'm not being who I know that I want to be. So for you, I recommend writing out a list of your values. And this doesn't have to be a long, crazy list. You can just choose three to five values that feel really important and close to your heart. And then from there, you want to aim to prioritize those things as often as possible. So whatever it is that is tied to your values, the more tangible aspects like the relationships in your life or your career, things like that. So the more that you feel aligned with your values, the more successful that you'll feel. And the last key to living a successful life is staying committed to your vision. So feeling successful means not only being content with where you are now and whatever is going on in your life um, currently, but it also means having a vision of where you want to go next. Life is a lot more fulfilling when you're committed to growing and evolving because staying stagnant it can easily feel like death. And if you notice people who stay stagnant and um, complacent and don't really ever try to change or grow, those are the people that tend to become depressed or anxious because they feel that they don't really have anything to look forward to. So then it feels like, what is the purpose of life? So creating a vision for your life and then taking steps toward that vision every single day is going to leave you feeling like you have a purpose. And it doesn't have to be anything extravagant, you know, bringing it back to the idea of all or nothing versus all or something. One tiny little step. So for me, one example of me staying committed to my vision or, um, living like I have a purpose moving forward, uh, working towards something bigger. I just spout out a bunch of stuff there. Anyway, the way that I remind myself that, um, that I, that I'm taking a step toward that vision every day, like one simple practice that I do is for example, a gratitude or my journaling practice. And that's not something that takes up my entire day. So it's not, it's not okay for me to say there's not enough time for me to do that because I recognize that it's my priority and so I fit it into there. And that is enough for me to feel like, okay, I'm actually doing something to um, work towards my life's bigger vision. And so if you are taking even just small consistent steps, then you're going to feel successful because you know in your mind that you're working towards something bigger than yourself. And we all want to feel a sense of belonging. So having a vision allows for that. It reminds you that you do have a sense of belonging. So you don't have to really attach yourself to relationships in order to feel a sense of belonging because you know that you are created for a purpose and you are living out that purpose every single day. So you can design your vision by writing down what your ideal day looks like. And again, a few episodes back, we talked about how um, to create your ideal day. And from there, once you've decided what you want your life to look like, then you can map out what it is that you need to do to make it happen. 
And just keep in mind too, as you do this, that your vision is likely going to change and it's going to evolve over time. So don't feel pressured to like create this extravagant vision right now because you're worried that um, this is permanent. (laughs) You can change and you should change your vision all the time. Um, And by all the time, I mean like check in maybe once a month or so and decide, is this really, because sometimes we just need clarity. So we need to take action and start doing things that we think, like say, you know, I think I want to be a musician. So I pick up the guitar and I give myself time to start learning songs and writing songs and say like, I don't know, a few months to a year or so in, I'm starting to feel like, you know, I got some clarity on how I feel about music and being a musician in general. And I'm realizing that this isn't really right for me, but I would have never known if I wouldn't have tried it. So then I would be able to change my vision. And that's an example of how it can evolve or change over time. But the key here is to just keep checking in with yourself and then make those adjustments as necessary. Don't feel that you have to be stuck in any certain position because you worked really hard to get a job or you went to school for four years or you've been in a relationship for a certain amount of years that you feel it's too late to back down now. It's never too late. You can always choose again. So just remember that success is a feeling that you create within yourself. So while outward accomplishments can give you a tangible view of what your success can create, they will never be the thing that fulfills you. What you have to do is choose to see each day with fresh eyes and decide to define success and happiness on your own terms. So my question for you is, what's one step that you can take today to begin to feel more successful? And if you want to know how you can use your newfound definition of success to create positive change in your life, then go ahead and grab a copy of my ultimate guide for achieving a work-life balance. And you can find that waiting for you in the show notes or the blog post associated with this episode. Now, next week, I'm going to share with you three ways that you unknowingly self-sabotage, and I can't wait to share that all with you. But until then, just remember that you are enough and you are doing enough.